Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Aaron Lockett, Kansas State X uh, wide receiver, played in the NFL, played in the CFL. We've had Aaron on before to talk about Kansas State, and of course they get themselves set. He was an All-American uh, as well at, at Kansas State, all Big 12 four times in the four years he was there. Aaron, thanks for your time with Craig and Paul. I'm David Smoke. What uh, yeah. Do you have a memory of the Kansas State-Texas game when you were there? You know, we only played Texas once. Okay. Um, and a, good, a good friend of mine was Quentin Jammer. Uh, and so Quentin didn't play that game, and I, I told him he didn't play because he didn't want to play against me. Um, <laughs> but we ended up playing well that game, I think. I think David Allen took one to the house. Uh, Beasley hit me and Quincy on a couple of passes. Uh, my red shirt freshman year, we played him with Ricky Williams, and that was uh, that was an interesting game. I was on the bench, right? I wasn't playing yet, but I got a chance to see him up, uh, up and close. But, yeah, Texas has always been a distant – I wouldn't even call him a rivalry, right? Just a distant competitor for us, and we always seem to play well against them. Aaron, this is um, a Kansas State team and a coaching staff that is very adaptable to what goes wrong. What about Chris Klein? I mean, they, they lost some games that they they probably didn't think they were going to lose, and then they've adjusted. What about his coaching staff and his style makes him able to do this where a lot of coaches just can't do it? They're going to do things the way they plan on doing it and try to work it out in, in on the back end, but not Chris Kleiman. Yeah, you, you know, um, you know, kudos to Kleiman. I mean, he's done an excellent job. He's coming to the program. Um, he's finally got his guys in, right? His recruiting guys, and he's running his style. Um, he's got some people familiar with the program, and he's got some people that do it the right way. And so for him, he's finding a skill set that allows him to go out there and, and be what you just said, flexible. And so he's got, you know, multiple quarterbacks. He's got multiple running backs. He's got, uh, you know, different receivers he can use. Um, and he's also got, you know, a home run hitter with uh, with Ben Sinnott, right? And so for him, um, he's got flexibility and options, and I think it's starting to pay off for him. What have been your thoughts on what you've seen at that quarterback position and, and what he's trying to work through right there with uh, obviously having two guys who can both make impacts? I mean, I know Will Howard was the man entering, but you got to love the, the youngin' too, right, <laughs> based on what we've seen so far. How, how do you feel about that situation? You know, I think it'll play itself out. I think, obviously, Will has, has earned his, his time on the field. Um, Will came in last year. His touchdown to interception ratio was magnificent. He played Will, got him to the big dance as far as we play championship, won the big one. 
And so Will came back with high expectations, and so people have a target on his back. And so Will's been pretty solid the majority of the year, right? He, of course, you know, the Oklahoma State game, um, you know, wasn't his best one, but he came back last week and played lights out, you know. And so for Avery, I think it's a benefit for Avery to be able to sit back and watch how it works, and then when you get your opportunity, use the skill sets you have. But obviously, Will opens up the entire playbook based on his experience. What have you thought about about Avery Johnson? Uh, just sensational, you know, right out of the gates and, and big plays with his feet. But what have you made of just his game from the sampling we've seen so far? You know, I think for him, I think he's just getting his feet wet. I think he has the most talent. He, he has no ceiling. What he did against the Texas Tech game means he's not afraid of the moment. And so, obviously, he's had um, the exposure from a high school standpoint coming um, as Gatorade player of the year. But I think he's taking that to a, ne- a next level. And so, you'll see him go out there. He's reading defenses. Uh, you know, they're starting to open up and let him throw the ball. But, you know, I don't think he doesn't have his experience, right? And so, obviously, every time he sees something, it's the first time he's seeing it based on his ability to play against these teams. But uh, he definitely would be somebody um, to look out for for the next couple of years for Kansas State football. Aaron, they had that tough loss to Missouri on a 60-something yard field goal at the buzzer. Yeah. And then they lose the game to Iowa State in Ames. It was a close game. What was the buzz around Manhattan at that particular time? Not that they were, like, up in arms, but what was it like at that time? Yeah, I think, I think you know, the Missouri game was one. Obviously, we felt like we, we, we let get away. Credit to Missouri, right? They played tough. You know, they, they're still playing tough right now. They've got a tough front seven. Um, if I remember correctly, it was, it, was, it was rainy. It was just one of those games where anytime you go into Columbia, you never know what you're going to get. And obviously – uh, if a kid is willing to hit a 61-yarder, then, you know, he well deserves to win a game. And so, um, once again, it was like last year against Tulane, right? It was early. You're just getting all of your people together. Um, you don't want to lose that one, but it's always better to lose one early than late if you're going to lose one at all. Aaron, this uh, Texas team is probably playing with their backup quarterback in Malik Murphy, unless Quinn Ewers comes back. He played well uh, last week. What do you do when a guy's second start? To, to rattle him? Well, I, well, first of all, I think you have to appreciate the talent, right? Mm-hmm. If anybody gets a scholarship or is on the Texas football team, there's a good chance they can play some really good football. Uh, living out here in Houston, Texas, I will say high school football is different in the state of Texas. So all of those guys that they have on the team um, have immersed talent. So if you just think about it, even from a defensive perspective, right, bringing Catalonia, um, from Arkansas, you, you, you bringing in Mitchell from, from Georgia. Like they're bringing in talent along with the talent already there. So when a quarterback, I think for him, it's going to be his first time seeing Kansas State and seeing how they play defense. Obviously, you look on field. And so if you can throw a wrinkle in there too, whatever it is, uh, whether you blitz or you a drop zone, whatever it is to get them confused, that one turnover can be the impact in this game. And so I expect, uh, you know, Simon and Van Malone and, and all of them to do to do what they normally do, come out and play hardcore football and maybe have a wrinkle or two somewhere in the game. Uh, Texas has won six straight in this series. And K-State, for the most part, again, early on when the Big 12 was formed, as you mentioned, kind of had their way. There were some classic games, too. But six straight. Uh, there's not many teams that have beaten Kansas State in the last decade six consecutive times. I don't think there <laughs> are, yeah. No, we take pride in that, right? I think we try to learn uh, learn from our mistakes and try to adjust accordingly. And so, you know, we've got a good thing going. I think we're starting to get our mojo back. And, you know, we're running the football extremely well. Obviously, we can open up when we need to. But, but you know, just that two-headed monster we have back there running back, um, add in the third one, the quarterback, uh, I'm feeling pretty confident that we'll go out there and play good football. Aaron Lockett, former K-State All-American, four-time 
Big 12 first team all-conference player with us as well. The family. Who was the, like, growing up, the Lockett family? <laughs> I, I can't even imagine the competitive nature of even if you guys were playing like marbles. What was that like? <laughs> you know, honestly, it was uh, – a lot of people don't know. My dad played professional basketball. He played in the ABA uh, for, for two seasons. He's a six-foot-five point guard. So um, you talk about competitive. Between me, Kevin, and my dad starting off, that was the first wrinkle. And then Kevin decided to have boys, and it just doesn't stop now. And so he's had he's got four boys. So with, uh, with, with Tyler Serving, Jordan, and Jacob, uh, I mean, it's just competitive all the way around. But, you know, luckily enough, they all have the bloodlines. They all can play. You know, whether it's basketball, baseball, football, they're all athletic, right? And so just really trying to make sure we can give them the guidance and the tools they need um, to get the opportunity to be successful whenever that time comes. What is it like now, the business of being a part of an NFL agent, uh, uh, I guess you could say, profession? Yeah. You know, for me, it's interesting because uh, it's a different perspective, right? You're, you're not the client anymore. You're not the player. Um, and so now you put on a different lens. It's almost like a scouting profession. Um, you know, when you're looking at guys, you're trying to see, do they have long enough arms? How do they look in their hips? Can they get to the A gap, B gap? Can they cover? What's their weaknesses? And then you got to go sell that to the NFL, right? So when you're talking about your clients and, and what they look like, and so sometimes, you know, athletes don't realize, like, I just played well. Yeah, but can you play well consistently? And how do you match up against certain defenses if you're offensive player? And so for me, I, I love it. It's just an opportunity to engage with the next generation. Their talent uh, is so much advanced than where we were physically and mentally, um, just going out there and doing it. And so I love watching college sports where it is today. I think it's at its all-time high, and it's just competitive. Aaron, uh, you mentioned you're in Houston. Are you going to try to make it up to Austin? Are you having a chance to do that? That's the goal. That is the goal, right? They, they made it 11 a.m. kickoff, of course. And so, yeah. you know, somehow we'll burn the highway up early. But, yeah, that is the goal. I mean, anytime I get a chance to get Kansas State football, um, I owe them my life, right? And our family does as well, just based on the platform they've given us. And so we always try to support uh, and read on the Wildcats. What are your thoughts about the Big 12 changing with Texas OU on the way out? And then the four schools that joined this year and four more that join next year. Yeah, you know, for me, um, obviously it hurt when you leave, when you when you losing Texas and Oklahoma because, you know, we've had history against those those teams. But understandably, uh, being able to bring in some of these other regions, I think it's great for Big 12. It gives us exposure, right? So was there ever a time that you would think you would see BYU play West Virginia just based on ge- geographically where they're located? And so being able to see that and eventually the Colorado Bulls coming in, you've got, you know, you've got all of these schools bringing in their tradition. And then what used to be just a Pac-12, Big 12 matchup in the Holiday Bowl um, or even the old school Copper Bowl, right, uh, mm-hmm. with the Mountain West, you now get an opportunity to see it, you know, week in and week out. So even last week, when Houston played Kansas State, they're, they're so unfamiliar with each other that sometimes the games are lopsided, but overly over time, you'll start to see them come together and be extremely competitive. But from a recruiting standpoint, I love the fact that, like, a University of Houston now can compete with the Texas and the A&M, depending on they're going to play in the SEC or in the Big 12. Do they want to play against some of their friends that go to, to Oklahoma State or go to Kansas University? And so because of that, um, I think it's great for the Big 12. Aaron, do the new rules in college football, NIL, um, make it easier for you to um, explain what the next level is for college athletes now that they're having to do it? Or is it still difficult because there's not a lot of clarity and there's still a lot of noise in that in that arena? 
100% easier. And what I mean by that is historically, you never could have agents talking to uh, underclassmen, right? Obviously, the goal is not to talk about football or about representation on the field, but you never had a chance to get to know them as a person. And so even when you're doing marketing through NIL, you now get to spend time and build a relationship uh, with these players. And it's really great to my side because it may say, you know what, I like you, but I don't think you're the right client for me. Or I love you and I really want to build a strong relationship. And hopefully when you decide to look for on-field representation, I'm in the consideration based on the relationship we've built through a marketing standpoint. So I think it's great. Now, on the flip side, there needs to be the education around, you know, you're giving 18 to 21-year-olds a lot of money. You know, how do they manage it to make sure they don't put themselves in a position to compromise not only their eligibility, but just the, the ability to make good decisions at that age. So they don't have as many liabilities. Uh, and so, therefore, you just got cash coming in, and they don't have anything to do with it. And so, hopefully, um, you know, they're getting that financial education to put some money away, maybe get a start at home, whatever it is, just so they can accelerate that curve of, of living life in that time Aaron, great to have you on when we can. Enjoy the game. Uh, I know you will. Appreciate your time and ought to be one heck of a weekend in the Big 12, including that game in Austin. Have a great week. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.